0: Come on, right where you are. Let's bless the mighty God we serve. We can do better than that. Song said, Lord, you're mighty. Lord, you're mighty. How many know he's mighty? Come on, if you got one more in you, let's give him something big this morning. Granny used to say, I wouldn't serve a God that I couldn't cry sometime for. She told us I wouldn't give a nickel for some of that so-called Holy Ghost. You too cute to act like you don't know him. Do I have any born-again believers in the house today? The Bible says, let everything, not some, but everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Do me one more favor. Just look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, we serve a mighty God. Look at him one more time and say, neighbor, neighbor, we serve a mighty God. Amen, amen. Lord, whatever you're doing this season, please. Please don't do it without me. Please don't do it without me. have a witness. Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, please don't do it without me. Don't do it without me. Lord, if you're healing, healing in this season, please don't do it without me. Don't do it without me. Lord, if you bless blessing in the season, please don't do it without me. Lord, don't do it without me. Lord, whatever you're doing in the season please don't do it without me y'all know I can't make it without them please don't do it without me do me a favor put your hand on your chest and say Lord if you sing, blessing blessing in the season please don't do it without me I'm going to need a blessing this morning. Don't do it without me. If you know somebody needs healing, Lord, if you're healing, healing in the season, please don't. No, no, no. Don't do it without me. father's preaching time songs have been song gifts have been given now we need a word from on high lord we ask that you let the people see your image upon me let them hear your voice through me let me decrease that you would increase in me hide me behind the sacred desk let this word fall on fertile soil and disrupt stony ground so now God let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight oh Lord I praise you give you all glory and adoration because you're my strength and father I love you because you're my redeemer and the household of faith said amen If you would, with your manuals of life, turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 16. If you're able to stand in respect to the word of God, young and old, please stand in respect to the word of God. Acts chapter 16, verse 25. If you're there, say amen. If you're still looking, shout out Bible study. We got room for you. Amen. And it reads, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. You may be seated. The word of God is blessed. If I could get you to help me for about 27 minutes, 27. 20 for you and seven for me. To preach on the subject, the topic, put a praise on it. Put a praise on it. Do me one more favor. Just look at that neighbor that you're sitting so kindly and social distance from and tell him, neighbor, put a praise on it. Put a praise on it. When 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 we think of song and prayer, there should always be some praise that follows. Praise should follow or it should even be interjected inadvertently or in, in intervals or even all at once. There should be some type of praise that comes behind your song and prayer. Uh, No one should struggle with developing praise. To every strange struggle and stressful experience, there's a song, there's a prayer, there's a prayer, there's a praise. And we should remember as believers that every believer should have a repertoire of praise. You, You know what I'm talking about. Those seven repertoires of praise uh barak meaning kneeling praise uh yada meaning extension of hands in thanksgiving tada meaning thanks offering shabbat meaning a loud tone halil meaning a large word hallelujah uh zamar means make music to god to means sing praises God and if I could add three more number eight would be I made it type praise number nine would be thank you for your grace type praise number 10 would be I got the victory type of praise I don't know how it's supposed to sound but I do know that it should be developed behind every song and every prayer. And I wonder, is there anybody here that could say, Reverend, I got a praise that I can't just hold in on the inside. I've been through some straining, some struggling. Week ain't been good. The day ain't been that great. My breathing is funny. My money is funny. My change is strange. And I've decided no matter what I'm going through, I'm preaching better than you sounded. No matter what I'm going through, I decided I'm going to put a prayer. Praise on it. I'm, I'm going to put a praise on it. I, I got to put pray a praise on it. Why? Because praise is always appropriate. Praise should always be one of your strong weapons in a time of struggle. Praise should always be in your repertoire so much that it becomes an exercise that when you wake up, you praise God. When you go to sleep, you praise him. Even when you tossing and turning, you decide to praise him. When you get up to drink your coffee, you should be praising him. When you go to the doctor, you still should be praising him because praise is always appropriate. Uh, yeah, some some of us can testify that had we not praised him when we did, we still would be in the middle of the struggle. Ah, y'all didn't got cute on me this morning. Some folk can really identify that it was in your praises when you found out just how strong God really was. And so my brothers and sisters, as we arrive to this text of good old Paul and Silas, we see they are jailed because of the works and the the actions and attractions that they have caused to some of the Roman believers. Uh, The information they have shared has made people wanting to know how can the Jews cause this much uproar in this city. When you think about When teaching comes about, when we think about how things can cause an uproar, you have to understand when people hear about liberty and they hear about God, there will be an indictment on those that spread the word of God. Are y'all tracking with me this morning? Some folk don't realize the reason why people hate you so much is because you talk about God too much. And the indictment is that the saints of God must maintain character, Bible principles and a mindset of God, so then therefore when the indictment comes, you will not run in fear or be in panic. You think the pandemic has caused some folk to panic, but the indictment is the church folk ain't been like church folk. And so when we as believers begin to teach the people that need to know about God, there will be an indictment on you. It's a serious crime and can i just be honest it should be a lot of indictments going around in true spirit right now why because he woke you up this morning he blessed you this morning he gave you health and strength in fact some folk can say they're mad at me because i got some stuff i wasn't supposed to get and if that be the case i'll take all the indictments that the enemy has to cast on me yeah there's. There's an an indictment. In fact, he says in his word that you will be persecuted for his name's sake. And and I'm I'm kind of perusing through this area of the introduction because I want you to know that no matter how saved you get, how holy you are, you will be persecuted. And it's in the... The persecution is where you can find some praise. Paul and Silas was disliked, and can we just be honest today? I mean, I know it's Sunday; you shouldn't be lying, anyways. But it's Sunday. Can we just be honest? Uh, uh, um, some folk are afraid of being persecuted. That's why we hold back on our praise. Some folk are afraid of being talked about. That's why we won't lift our hands in the sanctuary. That's why we don't come in with a ready mind to worship God. Because if they're going to see me do this, they're going to talk about me in this. But I want to share something with you. They're going to talk about you anyways. So you might as well go ahead and wave your hand and, and get ugly for the Lord. Because you got to give them something good to talk about. So here we are, Paul and Silas. Uh, Paul and Silas has caused a problem. They had already been to Lydia's house. Bible says they blessed Lydia's house. Lydia's house was was blessed and baptized. And let me ask you something, is your house baptized? I mean, because if your house was baptized, guess what? It wouldn't be any type of trouble going through your house without you giving it permission. Y'all with me today? And some folk need to recognize sometimes you just got to do like the old folks do. Just get your little oil and walk around the house and, and touch the walls and put a big nasty cross on the door. And say, I rebuke anything that ain't like God that entered into this house, I rebuked that devil before he even set up shop in my children's room, in my bedroom, in the dining room, in the kitchen, in the bath, wherever your house is, you need to baptize it. Don't look at me in that tone. <sighs> because by now you should have already anointed your walls. So now your walls know what's in the inside of it. Can y'all help me today? And so here it is. Paul and Silas has caused this, this unwanted uh, um, problem in the city. And now they're in the city and with their prayer and their, and their uh, song, he showed, they're showing us how to put a praise on it. They said the reason why you put a praise on it, the first thing is, is that praise is a component to submit your mind to the Savior. Praise is a component to submit your mind to the Savior. It's a peace that yields your mind during any of your afflictions. I, I don't know about you, but when it's, when it's hard to find praise when you're struggling. It's hard to develop praise when you are sick. It's hard to even find praise when your body is acting strange. I believe it was in Luke 22 when Jesus said, Father, if they're willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, it's not my will, but it's your will. And some folk need to recognize that God didn't just let trouble come knocking on your door for no reason. He wanted it to come so that you can develop some type of praise. You're missing that. Piece of your worship experience, you're missing that piece of your worship behavior, you're missing that piece of your Christ like behavior, and sometimes you just got to praise them even when you don't feel like praising them. I mean, have you ever just been on your job, you feel depressed, lonely, despondent, and despair, and you just decide to slip your hand up? Tell the Lord, thank you for this job. They're doing furloughs. they laying people off, but yet you blessed me to have a job. I thank you for my house. They're taking houses, but yet you kept my house covered. I thank you for my health. People being diagnosed with corona and still cancer and diabetes, but yet you gave me health and strength. I got to put praise in my life. <sighs> uh, yeah, he he says, when when... When you praise, it submits your mind that whatever is happening or what is about to happen, you will prepare yourself as it comes your way because you know that in your praise, you believe that God will give you some relief and he will be the one to save you from your situation. These, 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 these Romans were upset with Paul and Silas because there was a disconnect. That there was a disconnect because here it is submitting your mind to God during affliction means that you have to give up yourself. There is, um, there is a local disconnect in the body of church people today, there's a, there's a local disconnect. In the assembly of the saints, I believe it was John that declares in the revelations when he talks about the church of Sardis, which was the dead church, and the church of Pergamos, the church that was a compromising church, the church of Ephesus that was a loveless church, the church of Phyteria, which was corrupt, and the church of Laodiceans, where the lukewarm churches that the disconnection in the church well how they're disconnected because you think you can do what you want to do there is that disconnection that praise is trying to get you back to linking in with the right source the disconnection of submission has caused the people to leave the church depressed despair and distraught and there should not be a time in your life that when you come to church messed up feeling messed up that you leave feeling messed up there should be a time when you come to church i'm empty but when i left i was full i came in mad but when i left i'm loving everybody i wish i had somebody that can testify and say reverend i've been through some times where i came to church just wasn't me but oh, when I got done talking to Jesus, I felt a different way. Something on the inside should start working on the outside. Y'all looking at me like you're crazy. It should bring about a change in your life. Yeah, help me, Holy Ghost. Yo, yo, your, yo, your, yo, your, your, your submissiveness. And because. We have minimized our behavior in the church. That's why it is a disconnect. David says, you ought to have an exaltation behavior. David says, he, he told the Lord, I will exalt you because you didn't let my enemies trample over me when I was going through some stuff. And that that should bring about a shout. Because lo and behold, right after that, if you're feeling like David feel, you can say, I will bless the Lord. At all times. His I wish I had some praises in the house that can say, "Reverend," despite of what's going on in my life. I still find room to praise Him because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and everything He's done for me, my soul makes a boast, and I can just shout out, "Hallelujah!" <sighs> yeah, he, 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 uh, he, he. The submissiveness of the saints. When you are part of praise, the component links your mind to God's words. Uh, I was thinking about Minister Simmons as he preached this morning. He, he used an example where he tore the pages of the Bible out. And he, he, he put it. In a bottle of water. Now, watch this. The people, the people, y'all know I'm talking about true spirit. I, I ain't talking about the Romans right now. I'm, I'm talking about the people begin to, to look funny because how dare you tear pages from the Bible and put it in the water? That 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 bible is holy but see what you don't understand is that he tore out the first two pages nothing was on it and some folk need to shout because there's some times where you tore out some stuff and ain't nothing going on but thanks god that he always had a ram in the bush the word of god that was hidden in your heart now though you slay me yet i will trust him Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise, praise, praise uh, is the component, a component that will allow you to submit your mind to the Savior. Because here it is. When your mind is committed to God, watch this. You can rest better. You can, you can wake up and your mind is in the right place. I believe it wasn't just the Baptist denomination, but the Church of God in Christ would sing a song. I woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on Jesus. And they sealed it with the words, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then they stretched it out, hallelujah. And here it is, when your mind is linked with God, all you can do is say hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the second thing I saw in the text is praise is a correct attitude to establish harmony with the Savior. Look at the text. They said, watch this, Paul and Silas were praying and singing Not to themselves, but to God. That's in your Bible. That's still in your Bible, verse 25. That's the part B section. It says, they were singing and praying unto God. Ah. It's difficult. It's difficult. To hear from God if your attitude is not right. Can, can, I know we got guests, but uh, I'm, I'm a straight shooter, so you either going to love me or you're going to hate me. Can I dig a little deeper? It's difficult to hear from God when you're trying to out-talk God. S- Sometimes you just got to talk to him and shut your mouth and hear what he has to say. And the problem has become some folk can't be blessed because you're too busy telling God how to bless you. But some folk need to realize that it was when I shut my mouth, I found out just how much he wanted to bless me. Guess what? He inhabits the praise of the saints. Delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. He didn't say talk. He didn't say run your mouth. He didn't say get on Instagram, Facebook and tell everybody your business. Sometimes you got to shut up and let God show out. Yeah. So look at somebody and say, hush, you talking too much. Yeah, hush. You you talking too much. And and here, here, here it is. You cannot be in harmony with God if your attitude is bad. And can can I just take this tie off? It's choking me just a little bit. I'm I'm getting a little choked up on this thing because here it is, here, here it is, here it is. God, you have to recognize that when you are talking to God, he is above you. The text says they were singing and and praying unto God. They recognized that he was above them. Uh, How do you know, Reverend? Because had he not been above them, he wouldn't have been put in the text. And here it is. God did not send his son Jesus for you to think less of him. He sent Jesus for you to think of him just as he is. He's much higher. He's much wider. He's much stronger. He has more authority. And guess what? He is the great I am. And some folk need to realize you're not bigger than God. God always will have the trump card. He created you. He made you. He always have control. So when you know he got control, when you know he's created you, everything that's going on in your life, you got to learn to go to a higher power, which is Jesus. Then how many know something about the name of Jesus? It's the sweetest name. That I know Jesus is on the main line. You got to call him up and tell him what you want. How many know his line? <clears throat> yeah, he, he. You got to have the right attitude. Paul and Silas was willing to give up their own subjected thoughts and ideas and deeds to do the will. Of God, the teachings of the higher power. Now, what, what I, I really liked about this text was this. Uh, uh, before Paul and Silas even got in trouble, um, they had been to the house, they had prayed, and then there was interruption when they prayed. You read a little earlier, it said in the text that. They prayed, they went to Lydia's house, baptized her house, then they began to pray. And there was this worsome woman. <clears throat> she was so worsome, the Bible says Paul looked at her and he told the demons. Listen, the reason why you can't cast the demon out your house because your attitude ain't right. Reason why you can't talk right to your boss and tell him how you feel without cussing him out is because your attitude ain't right. So, some things, when your attitude is right, God gives you the authority to just tell it to them. C- come on out. The Bible says when you have faith in God, belief in God, you can talk to the devil. He'll resist you and he will. And some folk need to do that with some of your fake phony, fictitious friends. You need to just talk to them and say, you got to flee. You don't mean me no good. You've been trying to tear me down since I've been on this journey. It's time for you to move. Out of my way, I wish I had somebody that could say, Reverend, I got some things I need to get out of my life. Some people, some people at the job, some ways that I have. I just need to be able to look in the mirror at myself and say, get out. (laughs) Paul, Paul says in Ephesians 5, he says, this is a form of Christian living having the right attitude and can i just be frankly honest with you with no disrespect if your attitude ain't right by now i don't care how many more pandemics come it'll never get right <clears throat> I'm, I'm getting a little deeper let me get a little a little more holy if your attitude ain't right by now after all this shooting and killing these wildfires These pandemics, these other issues of health, get ready. You're going to hell. Y'all don't like that kind of talk. Everybody want to permit, everybody want to say they're going to heaven, but there is a place called hell. That if your attitude is not right, when the Messiah come back, because y'all do know he's coming back. He is coming back. And he's going to make the judgment whether you're going with him Or you're going to the other, look at somebody and say, don't burn, don't burn, Don't, don't burn, don't burn. Your attitude has to be right. So then now, watch this, God will become tentative to your requests. I'm a strong believer that if attitudes of many would change, then many great things would happen. In people's lives. I mean, can you, can you imagine or have you ever found yourself in a situation that required your immediate attention? But because of your state of mind, your, your attitude, you just couldn't wrap your mind around the how factor. Y- y'all with me? You know, when your attitude is not right, you you can't wrap your mind around the how factor. When we look at Paul and Silas, there's a how factor. People are saying now, here it is, you're preaching about God, you're teaching about his word, and now you are subjected to a jailer. How will you get out of this mess and there's no God walking with you? Watch this. Simply, let me tell you how. How do you look at the how factor? Look at what they did. They prayed and they sung. Hymns unto God. Simply, you have to put your mind on Jesus. Isaiah is standing in the corner by your sister Wanda. He's saying, uh, 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 the Lord told him, he'll keep your mind in perfect peace if you keep it stayed on him. You, you want to know how you're going to pay your bills, how you're going to put gas in your car, how you're going to pay your car note, how you're going to keep your lights on, how you're going to pay for tuition, how are you going to pay your tides, how you're going to keep the cable on, how you're going to put food on the table, clothes on your back, how you're going to make it to work on the fourth of a tank. You got to believe the how. He opens windows. How many know that God will make a way out of no way. If only you just trust him and believe the how factor. He's going to open the window. Uh, try me. Pay your tithes. I'll open up a window and pour out a blessing that you won't have room to receive. I wish I had some rich folk in the house today that could say, Reverend, I might not have a nickel, but I thank God for a dime because he blessed me with more because I knew how to serve him. <sighs> Look at somebody say, he opens windows. He he opens windows. Ah, Mama mama used to say, uh, Mama said, don't leave the windows open. Letting flies in the house. Granny used to say, leave them open. Leave them open. You need a breath of fresh air. And some folk don't realize the how factor God will give you a breath of fresh air. Uh, but lastly, not only is it prayer, not only is praise uh, a, a, a component to submit your mind to the Savior, and there's a disconnect, and we must get our minds right. Praise is a correct attitude that establishes harmony with the Lord, but, but also praise comforts to subdue. Look at the Bible. The last part of 25 says, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Is that in your Bible? It says, praise comforts the subdued. Uh, Your praise is a selling point. Uh, It comforts the mind. And it will bring you under control with what is about to happen. But I I saw something else. Mind you, they, Paul and Silas, was thrown in the middle of the jail. And normally the custom was, if you're thrown in the inner parts of the jail, they were thrown there because no one was supposed to hear them. Uh, They would put them in the inner parts of the jail. Now watch this. If we did a reverse and you saw all that they experienced, they had already been beaten with no clothes on. Now they are already been humiliated. Now they're humiliated even more in the middle of the jail. Somebody's going to catch that in a minute. People will never understand your praise when you feel like you're all alone. okay, okay. Uh, Praise is often looked at and misinterpreted because people only would like to praise when things are good. But how many know you can find praise when you all by yourself? I wish I had somebody that could say, Reverend, I was praising them at the stoplight. Just me and Jesus. I was praising them on my lunch break. Just me and Jesus. I was praising them in the closet when I was looking for my Sunday's best. Just me and Jesus. I was praising them in the doctor's office, just me and Jesus. Praise is appropriate when you feel all alone. Here it is. They, 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 they were locked in and here it is. Praise is an exemplary of what uh, uh, is about to take place. But then praise is a comfort to those that are around you. The text says And the prisoners were listening to them. Why would I listen to you? And we're in the same condition. We're in the same predicament. We're in the same circumstance. Why am I listening to you when you just lost your 2012 Cadillac? And I got a 2020 Cadillac. Yours ain't bigger than mine. Mine's is bigger than yours. Why am I listening to you when you've been in the projects all your life? And I've always had a full five-bedroom house, three bathrooms, two-and-a-half kitchens, and a fully furnished basement. Why why am I listening to you? (sighs) Simply watch this. Because if the poor can bless them, (laughs) <laughs> those that were once rich should realize how to re-bless them. Help, help me, somebody. Watch this. You have to find praise in your loneliest moments because it will comfort those that are around you. Was it not Daniel in the lion's den when he found some praise and it kept the king wondering, and then later the king was subdued into believing who God was? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, In the fire, the Bible says it was three when he looked in there it looked like the fourth one walking around in the form of Jesus. What about the man with the withered hand? He came, his hand was messed up. After he got blessed, he went and told everybody. What about Peter and John? When they was talking to the man at the gate, they said, silver and gold I don't have, but such as I do have i'll give to thee. in the bible says he got up leaping for joy he was celebrating the fact that when something is going on in your life you got to learn how to put a praise on it why because when i think about when i praised him when i was sick now that i'm going through strain praise is still appropriate Praise on it in my job, praise with my children, praise in the relationship, praise at the church, praise in my spiritual depression, praise in everything that I do, praise over my financials. Why? Because when you put a praise on it, that's letting the enemy know, though you think you got me down. God has something better planned for me. My praise is appropriate because when God bless me, then he'll bless me now. Do anybody know he's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore? Look at somebody and say, put a praise on me. I'm. I'm going to get out your way I'm, When... When you put a praise on it and you put a praise on while in a controlled environment, we need to know that prayer is the key to the kingdom. Faith unlocks the door. Prayer is essential. But praise is evidence. That what looked like that had me bound, it don't have me where you think it should. The Bible says that when they prayed and when they sung songs, there was an earthquake. That's what the Bible says. And the Bible says that when, yeah, they prayed and sang hymns to the Lord. The prisoners were listening, but the Bible also said when the earthquake took place, the jailer came and asked, what must i do to be saved (laughs) are y'all praying with me this morning the last thing i saw in the text because you do know we have four closes with three points the last thing i saw was that praise will introduce salvation that's right there in the Bible. Because the Bible also said that when he uh, asked, What must I do to be saved? The Bible says he and uh, his house was saved. Y'all don't hear me this morning. And uh, sometimes uh, when I look at this text. And I think about the songs, and I think about the prayers that they were praying. I wonder what song were they singing? Were they singing? Jesus is on the main line. You got to tell him what you want. Were they singing? Precious Lord, take my hand and lead me on were they singing pass me not oh gentle savior were they singing guide me over oh great jehovah were they singing my worship is for real were they singing change me oh god renew the right spirit in me or was they singing this is this is this is this is my exodus this is my time to break free and live life according to his purpose and his riches in heaven or watch they singing it's me it's me alone oh standing in the need of prayer but i remember jesus sung a song at the old ragged cross one friday when they took him down calvary they hung him high and they stretched him wide how many know he died didn't he die from the sixth to the ninth hour the sun refused to shine the moon dripped down in blood the old rugged cross where he died to take my sins away at the old rugged cross where he gave me life and life more abundantly the bible says he hung there From the sixth to the ninth hour, he died. Didn't he die? But they tell me he didn't stay there. He died before lunch. He was buried before dinner. But how many know when you praise God in all of your circumstances? There's gonna be a resurrection day, crucifixion Friday. You got to praise him. They said he stayed there all night Friday. They put him in the Bible tomb. He stayed there all day Saturday. He stayed there all night Saturday. But you know what he did on Sunday morning? He got up with power in his hand in heaven and earth that you and I could walk right the reason why I could put a praise on it because he didn't have to do it but thank God he did is there anybody here that could put a praise on your lips thanksgiving in your heart and say I'm so glad that he did it for me did me do it how many gotta pray that you can help me close this thing and say the reason why I put a praise on it? I once was down and out. I once was a lonely sinner. I found the Lord. He had. Didn't he hear your cry? Didn't he hear your cry? Anybody know God will? Won't he make a way? Won't he help you when you seem helpless? Won't he bless you when your pockets are empty? Won't he keep your mind when everybody else is losing their mind? The reason why I put a praise on it because when I look back over my life and think about the things that God has done the reason why I praise him, because he blessed me. You just missed your shout. He blessed me. Can I tell you why? You should put a praise on it right where you stand. Let me help you real quick. Granny said, "Let me help you real good." Let me tell you why. He woke you up this morning. He clothed you in your right mind. Let me help you again. Let me help you real quick. He put food on your table. Ain't he all right? Let me help you this time. He gave you activities up your limbs. Can I get somebody that can help me close this thing and look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, neighbor, the reason why i put a praise on it the reason why i'm shouting like i am you ain't looking at your neighbor you looking at me tell a neighbor the reason why i put a praise on it the reason why i shout like i do i wasn't supposed to look this good after everything that i've been through All the stress, the trauma, the hell, the the confusion, depression, sickness in my body. I wasn't supposed to look this good. Cancer, I put a praise on it. Diabetes, I put a praise on it. Arthritis, I put a praise on it. Financial problems, I put a praise on it. Children, children. I put a praise on it. My wife, I put a praise on it. My husband, I put a praise on it. My troubles at the job, I put a praise on it. And how many know when you put a praise on it, God will, God will, God will. Won't he do it? Say yes. Do me one more favor and I'm out your way just look at your neighbor and tell them neighbor be not dismayed whatever betide. god will god will god will take care of you i got one question and i promise you i'm going. No. ain't he all right you tried him, how many know he's alright? If you tried him and you know he blessed you, when you could bless yourself, put a praise on him. Put a praise on him. I may not know three things. I may not know two things. But there's one thing I do know. God is alright with me. Ain't he alright? Ain't he alright? right? Say yeah. yeah. it, yeah. he's alright. You put a praise on him. And he calls you Andy. And he walks with me. And he talks with me. And he tells me. I am his own. Anybody know he will? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Do me one more favor. Put your hand on your hip. Let your backbone slip. And say, he will. Yeah, hey, we... I'm done. You got to put a praise on me. Come on, let's celebrate him in this house. If you put a praise on some issues, come on, let's celebrate him in this house. spirit is in here he's trying to hope somebody excuse my vernacular but follow follow me here spirit of the lord is here spirit of the lord is here I can feel it in the atmosphere the spirit of the Lord is here the spirit of the Lord is here Graham used to say this they said he's a wonder in my soul He's a wonder in my soul. He's a wonder. Y'all got to excuse me. In my soul, bless his name. He's a wonder. In my soul <laughs> He's a wonder In my soul He's a wonder In my soul Bless his name watch this the power of the Lord is here the power of the Lord is here I can feel him in the atmosphere the power of the Lord is here the power of the Lord is here maybe someone is saying today reverend it's time for me to put a praise on my life i want to give my life to the lord maybe someone is saying you know what i'm tired of being indicted for the wrong reasons But I want to be indicted for the right reasons. And I want to hook up with a faith-based, Bible-teaching, God-believing church. Maybe someone's saying, I've been out of the ark of safety too long. And I want to experience a God experience and link up with some church folk that don't mind praying, don't mind singing hymns, don't mind loving on each other like the Bible says we should. I would love to be your pastor. and We would love to be your church family. As we stand to to extend this right hand of fellowship to you, I want you to know, though, you step out on faith. Know that you're not stepping into a perfect church because there is no perfect church. But I will guarantee you this we're trying to make it to a perfect God. The power of the Lord is here. Will there be another? The power of the Lord is here. Oh, Brother Earl, I could kiss you on your forehead right now. You found me. The power of the Lord is here. The power of the Lord is here. The power of the Lord is here. Will there be another?